Welcome to The Complete Musician, creativity at its core, exploring innovative musical ideas, thoughts, and techniques for the modern musician in today's society, with your hosts, James Nagus and Drew Phillips. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Complete Musician Podcast. I'm Drew. And I'm James. And we are here to welcome you to another semester of the school year, which we're both starting very soon, or have already started. Woohoo! And we wanted to talk to all of the people that are going back to school who are maybe first-time students in higher education or uh, returning students to higher education. And we each made some, uh, some lists and some rules about what kind of things that we think would be really helpful to you. And I know some of my list, and I'm guessing some of yours, also applies to our friends who are our colleagues. So not just students, but even teachers. Um, There are lots of things that are good to kind of remember as the year gets going, before things get too crazy. Before things, yeah, the academic semesters kind of seem to spin out of control at some point when you start planning all the things that you have to do. I know. I pretty much, I was telling someone that the semester starts and I do planning and then I just survive until Christmas and I really don't think past that. Then it's just kind of rinse and repeat. I totally relate. That's almost exactly what I do. I'm way in the heavy planning stages right now since I haven't started school yet, but um, it's going to be good once it gets going. Everything always tends to fall into place. Or at least we improvise until it it works. We fake it until we make it. And by make it, we mean make it to Christmas. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) And survive. So uh, I'll start uh, talking about our little uh, advice. Uh, sure. Yeah, because we each have a little list, right? We wrote down five or six things. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what you wrote. You don't know what I wrote. I'm guessing no we'll idea. have some overlap. But if we do, then I guess that means that it's important. That means that good. we're reinforcing it. Yeah. So something yeah. that may be helpful um, for both of us. Okay. One. I said be organized. That's a good one. uh, Yeah. um, So, like, make shelving units and put your shoes in little cubbies. Is that what you mean? Visit Ikea and build everything. Yes. Is exactly what I mean. Buy a Kungle Flungle Dungle and and build one of those. (laughs) That's the official name for it. You're right. Uh, Yes. um, Yeah, I said, and we've talked about being organized before um, on some of our other podcasts, which if you haven't listened to those, you definitely should. Uh, but I said for students specifically, um, especially the ones coming in who haven't been in collegiate life before, but definitely the returning ones, um, that they need to make sure that they have a schedule. Uh, some of my students are really into having a physical like day planner that they put everything in. I was never that person, but I relied a lot on my phone and putting things in my phone. Um, events and assignments and and things, but I urge whoever is, you know, trying to get organized in college to keep something that that can keep them accountable of all the things they have to do. So I tell students to schedule out all the things that I call non-negotiables, and that's the eating, the sleeping, the class. I make my students, and I urge them to, I would say make, but that sounds like I'm, you know, forcing them. 
I just hope they do. I urge them to make practice time a non-negotiable and then all of their other required events a non-negotiable because if you go ahead and put, you know, your practice time in, um, then it's treated just like another class, something you got to do every day. And it makes you say, okay, I can't go over to my friend's place and watch a movie tonight because I haven't done my practice yet. But after that, I certainly can. You know, it's just one of those things um, that you just put in your schedule and you do. I uh, also urge my students to put in concerts, rehearsals, and performances into their calendar as soon as they get them. Because if you don't... And you forget about something, that's the worst thing you can do as a musician is, like, not show up. And that is not what we want for anyone. Definitely not our students. Definitely not our colleagues. Definitely not anyone. And for ourselves. So make sure you put that down somewhere that you can access it. Um, and then were, you, I, were you spying on my seminar class today? Because uh, that's, like, literally what we talked about. Yeah. Well, then, <laughs> then again, I'm just reinforcing good ideas. There you go. Mm. I also, uh, one of the things that I really found helpful, and I found that especially younger students find helpful, is to take assignment due dates and put them into their calendar, but put an alarm on their calendar, on their phone, or Somewhere that reminds them, like, hey, you have a paper due in, like, a week. So if you haven't started on it, like, you're in trouble. Or, <laughs> like, hey, you have an assignment due tomorrow. Have you done it yet? Time to do it right now. You don't want to end up like SpongeBob with the letter or the word the as the, the only thing you've done after hours of, of writing your paper because you're time doing for it at the last minute. <laughs> right. <laughs> time for a snack. It was a very ornate E, you have to remember, though. Yes. He worked a long time on that one. I think the whole word the, the, was very ornate. Yeah. Oh, yes. uh, yeah. Was uh, was that the episode where, like, the candle came alive and burned down his pineapple, too? I feel like that uh, might have happened in that episode. I'm not sure. I think that was the one with boating school. He had to write a paper. <laughs> what I learned in boating school is... What I learned in boating school is... Yes, yes that's that was, was it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so students, be organized. Don't be SpongeBob. Be organized. Yeah. Two. Well, uh, my I'm going to rearrange all of mine into basically echoing yours, I'm guessing. Because <laughs> one of mine was get into a routine slash schedule. Perfect. So I will agree with what you said. I'll say in terms of writing things down, I typically am a phone person. I'll put my schedule mm-hmm. on my phone. But one thing I've found is that sometimes the calendars don't always push to each other. So I'll put something in my calendar on uh, my computer, and then it won't push to my phone. And then, uh-oh. So it might not be a bad idea to have a hard copy somewhere as well. That's a good point. Just to physically write things in to double-check uh, because as great as technology is, you can't always count on it. True. Um, and redundancies are always a good thing. So, yeah, that can be good. Setting alarms, setting uh, reminders, to err on the side of too much information. So you can be good. Uh, in terms of other just routine schedule stuff, in addition to setting aside time for practice, which is a very good idea, um, it's just really healthy to get into a routine of even just like sleep. Like, when am I going to go to bed? When am I going to get up? When am I going to go to the gym? 
Mm-hmm. Make sure, like you said, that you schedule time to eat. That's something that I have neglected to do in the past, and it never <laughs> turns out well. <laughs> so I made sure this semester to block off lunch period mm-hmm. slash, you know, just mental break, email, catch up, all of mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. if you don't give yourself time, uh, well, okay, how many times out. have emails also come in? at like 9 a.m. and then you're teaching lessons for five hours and then by that time 75 more emails have come in it's like well that one email has gone so uh building in periods of time downtime is also important in your schedule as well uh but otherwise i'll just echo what you said and i think that we can go on to your next bullet point three uh, this is a music-specific one, but I said for students, for the music students, to listen to a lot of music and explore what your school has to offer. Um, I said that, uh, or I, I usually tell my students that, you know, as you're a music student, uh, you want to make sure that you know the capabilities, not only technically, but musically, of what your instrument has out there for it. Uh, many of our instruments have a long history, and sure, we can play just the things that we play in wind band or whatever, but we also play older things like an orchestra, and they have a history all their own, and there were pieces written for things back then, and if you're not familiar with those, then I think you're really doing yourself a disservice by not knowing about everything that your instrument is capable of and what other instruments are capable of. So uh, one of my first things under that little bullet point is learning about your standard and your unstandard repertoire. Uh, Because, of course, there's always stuff that you need to come out of college knowing, like specifically for horns. Like we have to know Strauss one. We have to know the Mozarts. We have to know um, the like the Franz Strauss kind of thing. You know, we... uh, Right. The list goes on. Yeah. And... That's really important to know because, sure, if you're a performer, you're going to have to do those for auditions and that kind of thing. If your kids are going to be auditioning for, you know, uh, all-state or all-region bands, then you've got to play Etudes by Galway and Podag and those guys. So, sure, you need to study those. But also learning about the under the unstandard stuff, the stuff that isn't always commonly played. I mean, you and I love new music. I mean, that's no... Well, we, I think we advocate for it because we do it. <laughs> Make it, right. And so we love new music. And I think, you know, I can't count the number of times that either of us have sent, like, a piece that we found on, like, YouTube or on the Internet. And we're like, hey, I've never heard this. And there's, like, no recording. Like, I'm going right. to do it. You know, so it's cool to learn about what you have to know and then also the things that you don't technically have to know but are really neat and will stretch and challenge you. Um, and of course, added to all that is learn about your instrument, learn about all the other instruments as much as you can. Of course, your playlist doesn't need to be classical music 24 seven because mine certainly is not. Nope. But there's mine. But um, take some time out of the day. Maybe that's something you can do as you're walking between classes. Put your headphones in because people don't talk anymore. So let's put our headphones in, put on Spotify, and find a playlist of, I don't know, viola concertos. I mean, that's a really short list. Well, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) We have to draw the line somewhere. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's only two pieces on that list. So we have to... so, you know, put on a, a uh, playlist of something you've never heard and just listen. I mean, even if you don't listen to all of it, at least you're getting some kind of exposure to something else. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Be, be curious. 
yeah. curious about music and yeah. new rep and stuff. Yeah. Um, and coming with all that, if you hear something really cool, suggest it to your teacher. Ask them, like, hey, I heard this thing on YouTube I've never heard before, and there's only, like, one recording of it. Can I try it? I love when my students do that. I love when they bring me stuff and they're like, I heard this and I really want to play it. Like, that makes me know that they're really motivated, that they right. want to do something. That's really cool. I, I love those moments. Um, and then for what your school has to offer, I mean, we go to – we work at universities and our people listening go to places that have – really unique things that go on at every university and you should take advantage as much as you can even if it makes you a little uncomfortable like and that's not necessarily all music um that's like anything that the school does that would be just something interesting that you could learn from or get a really cool experience out of like um at my undergrad they (laughs) this is the only time this is sort of concerns music but not really um (laughs) <laughs> there was a swing dancing party that happened Ooh. every semester, and I went. And you like kind of learned how to swing dance. I mean, it was terrible. Nice. Like, it, or, like <laughs> it was a bunch of people like falling all over each other. But it was outside. It was like had like a live band. It had like sort of instructors. It was it was really cool. We always went because we had a good time, and none yeah. of us were good at it. But it was something that our school offered that I'm sure other places do, but we just thought was something new. We had a good time doing it. So take advantage of your school because they certainly offer some unique experiences that you may not get when you leave. Well, and I know for a lot of schools, the arts campuses tends to be isolated and we tend to go to and from dorm to campus to music building back and forth. And that's it. Hmm. I mean, I'm guilty of that. Right now, I mean, I'll go drive into work, and then like there's a whole other campus um, with really interesting things that I've only ventured into a few times, and I should more mm. because yeah, it's there. <laughs> Four. Well, uh, my next point again, kind of going off of what you said, because I have a feeling this is going to be a common theme, uh, and actually a few, several of these points. Quite frankly, I am lifting from in in our seminar class today. We had uh, three of our second year students, um, Caitlin, Wesley, and Laura, and come up and talk about some of these type of tips thing. And they very eloquently said several things, and I'm stealing several of them. So they just got them, a shout out on the podcast. They should feel oh, so honored if they're Man. listening. Then yeah. let me know, and <laughs> I will give you an extra cookie. Uh, so one of those things which goes off of your basically utilizing what you have, the resources is get to know your professors, get to know your teachers. And we're not just talking about your apply to professor because that'll happen naturally over many years. Um, But even like your physics teacher or your English teacher that go to their office hours, actually have a conversation, go buy them a coffee or something, you know, Um, you'll probably find that they actually care. And they want you to do well. And then you will be a face, not just a name. And that's not bribery. It's just getting to know someone. And especially if it's a general education class, they don't, unless they're majors, they often don't get to know many people um, from other disciplines. And they would welcome that. I know I would. Nothing makes a teacher more happy than initiative and curiosity and uh verve generally so you know 
Retweet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, it, when it comes to music, too, in terms of getting to know your professors, I mean, I don't know, just don't be weird, I guess. No. Don't be weird? <laughs> <laughs> don't be afraid to come and just say hi every once in a while, you know? Where people are approachable. I have a good story about being weird. <laughs> I came back to undergrad during my master's. Uh, I came back to a recital and um, I saw a former teacher. I was totally weird. I had no idea why. But I saw <laughs> oh, we've all been there. Oh, no, no, this was awful. I, he like, he said to me like, you know, Drew, you're, you know, it's good to see you. And I said, it's good to, to see you too. You're looking healthy <laughs> what a weird you have a thing glow about you i was like what a weird afterwards i was like that was such a weird thing to say like what you look healthy you don't look like a corpse today congratulations well in that person's defense we've both been in a situation where we did see a person that clearly looked like a corpse <laughs> <laughs> we've sat in rehearsal with them oh yes. okay that's a that's a story yeah. you'll have to like come out with us and here it was sometime. a it's a fantastic story that's uh it's so so fantastic um yes five well actually my next point goes right off of yours Ooh. uh and so not only get to know your private teacher but listen to your private teacher like and that's i mean that sounds way yeah um because I, I, my students you know they they are wonderful they respect me they're they're great we have a great working relationship and um a lot of times when i suggest things yeah they're all gung-ho and everything i'm not always convinced that my students 100 percent do everything i'm saying all the time which wait wait I, am what? i bursting your bubble i'm so sorry <laughs> uh but if your private teacher tells you to do something really listen to it and consider it because it's for your own good and even if it requires some sacrifice really we're just looking out for your best interest we would not suggest to you something that would absolutely ruin your life it's just for your future and the betterment of you and your career if we say you know really not picking up the slack in your lessons lately quality's kind of gone down i really need you to put in more practice time in the practice room or i need you to spend time a lot more time on this particular skill yeah it may be boring but i need you to do it because it's got to get better you're not spending enough time here we're not coming down on you because we don't like you or we're not wanting you to sit in a room and do boring activities because when is music boring? Right. We really just want you to be the best you can be. So if they're suggesting something, it's because they know that it's going to work and change you in some way and you're going to learn from it. So listen to them. And then try the things. Try the things. Be thing. able to take criticism and then have a sense of, I don't know if humility is the right word, but... Hmm. Um, be open. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And keep in mind, too, and this is something I tell my students, too, is that I'm also constantly learning. Always. So I'm always trying new things in pedagogy and playing as well. So sometimes, you know, when we're trying to figure something out, it's an exploration. It's, okay, let's try a whole bunch of stuff. I don't have a definitive answer that will work for you, but here's a bunch of stuff. Let's try it. And then you go home and actually I want you to figure it out. 
That is the meaning. It's of not me. It's not teacher. us being lazy. It's no. just like, well, this is what's going to work for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the meaning of being a teacher. Like, is we'll give you a thousand strategies. One of them will probably work. Like, just do it. Six. I'm not sure <laughs> that I actually have one that goes off of that that we can link these together. Um, so I'm just going to break the chain here and go to my next one, which to be fair, does kind of go back to the beginning okay. a little bit. Good. Reinforcement. And that is plan ahead to be behind. What? That is a very confusing sort of statement unless you explain it. I will try. I will also swat at a moth that just flew right in front of my face. <laughs> it did. I saw... <laughs> It is gone now. Good. Uh, what I mean by that is, like you were mentioning with setting reminders for assignments and uh, realizing the fact that as structured as you want to be, things can happen and you can get behind and you can backload assignments. Uh, whether that be just due to a life situation, a rehearsal that came up, it happens, right? So you have to be flexible and realize that there are times where you're going to have to put in some extra time. You're going to have to burn the midnight oil or you're going to have to know that in anticipation of that, say this paper isn't due until September 20th. Okay, get it done two weeks prior and just sit on it. There's no reason that you have to structure it out so that you turn it in just five minutes too late which how many times has that happened <laughs> oh the the thing closed down i tried to submit my paper at noon what time was it it was 1202 why were you submitting it at 1202 i don't know the internet went down and i couldn't get to the computer you know and it goes on and I know, on and those on. muppets they never <laughs> turn things in on time <laughs> they're obsessed with cookies too all the time <laughs> broccoli now cookies are unhealthy. is it really broccoli is it Broccoli Monster? I think so. Is this name Rob? Is it Broccoli Rob? Broccoli Rob. I I don't... <laughs> I, <laughs> I think it is Broccoli. Keep going. I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, well, I don't have much beyond that, but it, just be ahead of the game. And in a way, that also translates to things like getting to rehearsal on time. Plan ahead to be behind, so if you get stuck in traffic or have bad weather, you won't be late to rehearsal, because if you are late to rehearsal, you may never be hired again. Yes, I agree with all of those things. Uh, just to let you know... And more importantly... When you Google Broccoli Monster, a really terrifying image comes up first. Um, oh, dear. That's the Broccoli Monster, uh, if you Google it. And then it says that, yes, he uh, Cookie Monster is now Veggie Monster... Someone wrote Veggie that. Monster. And okay. then there's also a uh, there's a movie in 2010 called Broccoli Monster that said okay. uh, that the IMDb one line description is Nate thinks eating broccoli is terrible, but he is about to learn there are worse things that could happen. <laughs> I don't. Okay. <laughs> It gets 1.3 out of 10 stars. It got 6.4 on IMDb. 6.4. That must be a great movie. All right, well, that's yeah. right after Chicken People that I decide to watch. Have you ever seen Chicken People? Good. I know. Okay, it's a Netflix thing. Watch Chicken People. It's really entertaining. Anyway. Oh, I know what you're talking about, though. It's a yes. great show. Anyway. Yeah. Seven. 
I'm going to kind of go off of what you just said. Kind of. Um, uh, feel free to go your own way. It's okay. Yeah, 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 I will. I will. I will go my own way. Um, I'm glad you sang because I was thinking it in my head and I did not want to well, actually sing it out. Well, loud. I didn't sing it well, so it doesn't matter. I so I said it was my next one. We have to take it with a grain of salt. I said take as many. Can I oh, pepper? Maybe. <laughs> Okay. No, you have to do paprika. What are you thinking? Um, okay. Himalayan pink sea salt? There you go. Okay. <laughs> I said take as many opportunities as you can. Interesting. Okay, okay so go on. You definitely have to do everything you were just saying about making sure that you're organized, because certainly you're going to get behind in some things. Um, but one of the things that I notice is there are definitely the students that – they they do take every opportunity, and yes, no is a thing that they don't say often. Yes, we know that. But then there are the others that don't do that for, uh, I hate to say it, but for, like, lazy reasons. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, so in my point in saying this, of course, there are always exceptions. And like you said, you have to take care of yourself. Because if you're not getting your eating, sleeping class kind of thing routine in then it's there's no point in going to college because you're going to die and then you won't get your degree and all that kind of stuff in that order so you know um but i said at least when it comes to opportunities it may be really tiring but just realize like you learn a lot more from the experiences that you take than the ones that you don't um Mm -hmm. so always remembering that when you're considering and like weighing out whether or not you should participate in something like how much time is this going to take and whether the pros of doing it outweigh the cons, right? Like, is that a, is that a pun? Like a con, like a, like a horn, like a horn. I wasn't thinking of it, but I constantly don't have horn on the brain. So uh, sorry. <laughs> there, if it's like an activity, like someone asks you to be in a chamber ensemble or something. And if you talk to them and you realize that the only, like the pros of playing chamber music, sure. We can list those all day. The con may be something like, yeah, you have more music to practice, which is not at all a bad thing um, at all. Learning new repertoire is not at all a bad thing. But maybe a con is you get back to your room or you get back to your domicile like 30 minutes to an hour later. If it, you know, if that throws off 100% your entire sleeping, eating, class, schedule, ruins your life, makes you a zombie, you, you know, get mono and you sleep for three years, like then, okay, maybe you shouldn't do that. But if it's just going to put off the time that you'd spend playing your Xbox, okay, it's like play in the group. Also, there's no way to know that that would happen unless you actually try it. Right. Um... So I tell students to say no if your schedule will be completely ruined and it doesn't allow things. But don't say no simply because you want more time to Netflix and chill. Like, right. that, don't say no for lazy reasons. Say no because or- you cannot possibly accept one more thing without absolutely going off the deep end. Like, take as many experiences as you possibly can because in the end... I've never had a student who has, even the ones who overload themselves, like, and say yes to everything, I've never had them say, like, I regret that experience. Yeah, you may be tired. Yeah, you may, like, be exhausted, but I've never had a student say, oh, I really regret playing in that 
you know, brass quintet because I, you know, it was horrible. I hated the people and it took away all the time I had for homework and I suddenly like got a C in a class because I didn't do, they never do that. It never happens. I'm sure there is a student that it happened to. I haven't met them yet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there can be personnel issues. That's the one that thing I've true. encountered of a group dynamic. But yeah, saying yes to things opens doors. Saying no to things leaves them shut. I mean, it's really that simple. Yep. And if you say yes to things initially, then when the time is right, you can learn how to say no, which is a very hard thing to do, actually, once you get into the practice of saying yes to everything. Yeah. It's the people um, that say yes to everything, I've learned, that are constantly called to do stuff. And the people who are always consistently saying no are the people who get forgotten. Yeah. And it's not that you're being a yes man, which is, I think, often has a negative connotation. Right. But it's just you're being, uh, I don't know, just willing to do stuff. Because this is the time, as a student, this, this is the time to do everything, yeah. to do all that stuff. Because you won't get those You won't have another time right. like it. Right. Eight. So my next thing is a general thing. General thing? Salute. Don't be afraid to have fun. fun. It's college. You're supposed to work. You're supposed to get good grades. But you got to live. You got to be happy. Because if you're not happy, then it's it's not worth it. You know? So in all of the context of what we've been talking about, plan out times just to have fun. Plan out times to go to, you know, hang out with your friends. If you're really tired, but someone asks, hey, we're all going down to, you know, make bean burritos at the quad. Uh, and you're like, oh, I'm tired, but I don't know, just go do it. <laughs> just, just do it. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I think right. the hardest part of that is, um, well, I remember in school, I certainly, there were times that I scheduled in fun um, or or I had to do certain things before the fun happened. Like there were certainly times that I missed out on going out to eat with my friends um, because I hadn't done like my evening practice or something. I remember that. Right. Um, because FOMO is a real thing. Like that fear of missing out. That really sucks. Mm -hmm. But you're right. If you schedule yourself, and, of course, those times that I missed out were 100% my fault. It's because I didn't do what I needed to do earlier in the day. But I still got plenty of time to hang out with my friends. I just had to make sure that I was responsible and that I got everything done I needed to. Um, but you can totally still have a great time and get all your stuff done. And you should because you're right. It's not worth being miserable in the – like. They say your college is definitely the best time of your life, and it, it really is. It's such a great time. There are certain elements of it that you cannot recreate anywhere else. I don't, yeah, it, I've heard that too. And I'll say that I don't necessarily agree, but there's certain, there's a certain social aspect of college that you really That's can't That's what it is. That's anywhere what it else. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to treat yourself. Treat yourself. You know? That's right. Hey, we're Parks yourself. and fans over here. Yeah. Like, just, you know, go go get a Froyo and people watch or something like that. Oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> we did that in grad school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there would be uh, all kinds of characters out on Friday nights. 
Walking uh, in the in mall, Iowa City, that's for the sure. Mall. Wow. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, and you don't. And you know what? With having fun, you don't have to spend money to have fun. Like, like no. James just said, people watching. I I just remember the evenings that, like you said, we would just take a walk and just like yeah. observe people. It was totally entertaining. Right. Or you know, you can just like go to a park and toss a frisbee around, and or play. go. Do what I do. Go volunteer and pet puppies. You know, Aww. it's like there's things to do that you can do. Play video games. Like we love doing that. Yeah, exactly. Watch TV. It's okay to treat yourself to do that yeah. stuff. Uh, as long as you're, like you said, that fits into the responsibility of what you have to do, your obligations as a student. Or in our case, if we're kind of also talking to our uh, professor and other friend listeners, yeah. I mean, it all applies in the same circumstances. Yeah. So take time for yourself. Like like we were just saying, do all the activities. Uh, watch a new TV show. You know, just make sure you're relaxed. Or or just watch The Office for the eighth time I, <laughs> before it goes away. I uh, uh, my wife and I just started watching Dynasty from the eighties. Oh, okay. I'm glad that it was one Duck Dynasty. I would have had to no uh, really Dynasty man. It, the guy who did all the music was the guy who did the Rocky movies. Oh, nice. That music is epic. It is super epic. Like, as I was watching... It was Conti, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Anyway, so if you never watched Dynasty, we're two episodes in. It's fantastic. It's in the 80s. It's dramatic. It's awesome. Nine. Okay. Here's my next one, which kind of goes along with your happiness thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I said to remember... This is more overreaching. Um I said to remember to reflect on yourself often and realize how far you've come. Mm, that's because a good one. typically, you know, we only look, I'm way guilty of this. Typically, we only look at how far we still have to go or what the next, like, really grueling assignment or piece or whatever it is that we have to learn. And it seems, or things can seem very daunting. Um, but don't forget to look back and look at your improvement and your progress. Um, it really keeps you motivated, and it reminds you that your journey is really all about you doing the best that you can do. Um, mm-hmm. I think as teachers, especially with our applied students, we see that we see improvement in leaps and bounds. Like I, I say this to my students, and I, I definitely try to recognize. Uh, things when they come in and they play, especially a skill or a concept um, that they've been working on, I say, wow, that has gotten a lot better. Like, don't you think so? And sometimes they're like, yeah. Sometimes they're like, eh, I don't know. And I'm like, well, let me tell you, the last time I heard you play was seven days ago. And in seven days, it's totally changed. But I explain, like, we only see you once a week. So... Mm -hmm. What we see, again, is like leaps and bounds. What you see because you live with yourself every single day and wake up with yourself and know what you're capable of. The progress seems really devastatingly slow at times. But remember, your teacher is really proud of you. If they, you know, recognize something or see your improvement and tell you about it, it's really because you're improving. And you also need to make sure to look back Frequently, I say frequently and see, you know, maybe a month or two ago, like even if it's just this particular piece was really, really hard. And now maybe it's still hard, but it's not as hard. It's because you've learned something 
you've learned something. You've gotten better. So, again, just remember that everything is about this musical journey and that you're constantly progressing, even though sometimes it's really hard to see that. So look ahead um, to see how far you have to go, certainly to, to keep your goals and objectives in mind, but also look back and see where you've come from. And it's difficult to compare in relation to what you've done, but something that's really easy, but unfortunately quite destructive is to compare yourself to others. True. Uh, today in the seminar, one of my students dropped this really poignant quote, which was from uh, Teddy Roosevelt, which is, comparison is the thief of joy. It's basically that, you know, if you compare your work, your life, which is the whole problem with Facebook and social media, it's always just comparing against well, in this case, perfectly manicured parts of other people's lives. Because no one ever posts on Facebook like, yeah, I fell out of my bed and hit my head and now I have indigestion. Like, no one ever posts the bad things. Oh, maybe they your always friends post... don't. Some of my friends do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're right. No one really does that. It's always the victories. It's always so, the good stuff. Yeah, but like you were saying, in your playing, like, say you're working on your articulation and it's made improvement, but you're like, oh, but it's still not good as Billy's articulation. No one cares. You're getting better, and that's all that you should really care about, honestly. It's true. Billy doesn't care, so you shouldn't care either. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, acknowledging your success is yeah. very important. Yeah. And if your teacher tells you that you've done something better or well, don't shake your head and say no. Take so disheartening. Like... <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> We're not just saying that. <laughs> No, if you know um, us, we're critical. And if we yeah. say, like, that's gotten better, it really has gotten better. Ten. All right, uh, my last one here is, well, we've already talked about it, and you've literally said exactly the words that I have here. Um, mm, now which is not is... the time to tell you I hacked into your computer. Okay. Oh, okay. Hmm. Take care of yourself. It, this goes with all of this other stuff, but in more of a general sense, take care of your well-being physically and really also mentally. Definitely. And, you know, it. life is about living. It's about finding that balance, about finding that happiness. And there you'll have bad days. Hmm. You know, and you have sometimes you don't appreciate the sun until you've had a week full of clouds, you know, and sometimes it feels like those clouds never go away. But they will. And universities have great support networks. Your friends can be great support networks. And once you get into both a schedule, a routine, and especially at the beginning of a semester, if you're a first year, there's so many new variables that you may not know people. It can be scary and it can be very isolating, but it will get better. And you just have to trust in that, you know, and believe in yourself. Yeah, I like that, to take care of yourself physically by eating a lot of Chick-fil-A. Yeah, and and for drinking you, a lot of sweet tea. Yes. Uh, sorry, our northern friends and Midwestern friends. But remember, uh, they put in a Chick-fil-A in Iowa City when we were there. Yeah, and that... Which was uh, amazing, and it was uh, always completely slammed. Uh, because it's it's a good thing that that was not at the bottom of the mall, when the oh, school of music gosh. was in the mall because other than chipotle that would have been the other place well, I would remember go there was a taco day. bell 
where the uh, Quiznos was? Mm. There, that used to be a Taco Bell. Well, it used to be, but I put them out of business because I went so much and ate all of the tacos, and then they had to make oh, it a okay. Noodles and Company. <laughs> they started knowing you by name, and you could never I, go back. Uh, that's another long story that's got to go out with us one time <laughs> to, to hear. Anyway, um, no, it's really important to also mentally take care of yourself because, like you said, your friends – uh, are a great support. Your university has those support systems. Your teachers are great support systems. Let me tell you, we, right. I mean, we don't look at, you know, the teacher-student relationship as just, it is pure music. It's not. We're developing the complete musician, which we believe also means making sure that you are a competent and a healthy, emotionally and physically human being <laughs> because right. that's part of being a musician. So if you need to talk to your teachers, uh, find a teacher you really trust. I've certainly had students come to me over the years and talk about some personal things just to vent, just to get things out. And I always offer the best advice I can, or if it's something I can't handle, refer it to someone else. So yeah. we are people you can trust because again, we want the best for you. And, of course, there are certain things that you may not be comfortable with talking about, and that's fine, but there is always someone that you can talk to. And, at you know, at the end of the day, too, you could always, like I said, you know, after you order your number two with a Baja Blast, you could also just ask for a little advice from the drive through clerk as well. They probably have really interesting insights into life. They probably do. That I could not hope to identify with. Yeah. Like what it's like working at a Taco Bell. What it's like working in heaven. You could. It seems like every Taco Bell in eternity is always hiring. <laughs> so it's it's true. Here, the Taco Bell on the like scrolling marquee, they put employee of the month names. Wow. I know. It's been a girl named Savannah for a really long time. I think they forgot to change. I'm it. ashamed and proud that you know that. Eleven. Uh, the last one I have is also pretty general, but I said to uh, connect with as many people as possible. Um, we've already talked about, you know, talking to your teachers and getting to know them, but your friends and your schoolmates are going to be the people that you can turn to when things get really hard and you need a peer that is your age, that's going through the same place in life you are. And when you have questions, especially people who are not the same as you, um, like, you know, your best friends may be in your studio or your really close friends, but going outside of those studios, man, you'll find other people who think about things really differently than you do. And all of these experiences make you a more complete person. The more that you learn from others is the more well-rounded you'll be. So connect with as many people. Um, Form bonds with people and make music or have experiences with everyone that you can because you'll never know when a colleague from school uh, that you play with or you met or had some kind of mutual thing with will just come around and give you opportunities later in life. I'm just like, going to say it's going to happen. Oh, it's not yeah, a, it's like, not an if it's a when. Like here's a really specific example. I not to toot my own, you know. Uh, trumpet con 8d <laughs> but um <laughs> but i um i just have a series of articles that i'm writing for this french music educators magazine and i was contacted because a guy that was a graduate student 
when I was an undergrad, remembered that I played horn, and I guess he thought I played it pretty well, and or he just remembered that I'm generally a nice guy, probably the nice guy part. And he, you know, told these editors of this magazine to contact me. Like, and he went to school with a bunch of other people and knew a bunch of other people. So I, you know, when he emailed me and said, hey, I suggest you for this, I, I was really not shocked, but I was like, wow, like we were friends. Like we were, we were, but like, I wouldn't say we were the best friends, mm-hmm. you know, because I was an undergrad, he was a grad student, so it was like, sure, your acquaintances, you know, yeah, definitely, and we definitely played together, and you know, uh, all these kind of things, and respect each other, and and definitely talked, and we're really friendly, but it's that was surprising. I was just surprised that, and it's you know, it was I was really grateful that he remembered me, but that can happen. I've done the same thing for people I've been to school with is I've contacted them and said, Hey, you know, there's this gig that I remember you were a trumpet player from undergrad and you did really well. Hey, do you want this gig? And it's not like hadn't talked in several months or even years. And it just happens. You remember those people that you have connections with and, you know, make memories with and have experiences. And like you said, James, it will come like it's not an oh this may happen no 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 people will will remember you (laughs) and hopefully they remember you positively because you followed my number one rule of all time which is is don't be a jerk don't be be a jerk a good person that is like our main thing don't be a jerk be a good person it's that simple well i think that'll I think that's a good thing to end on. Don't be a jerk. That's a a lot of good advice. And thank you for listening. And if you have any tips of your own, we would love to hear from you advice or things that have helped you, or even for those who are experienced looking back on other semester openings or like when you were a freshman or first year starting somewhere, anywhere, uh, undergrad, grad, new job, what's something that you wish you would have known? Let us know. Get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you, any of your ideas, thoughts, comments, whatever. Um, Go and subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, The academic year is starting, and so we've got a lot of content that we're going to put out. Um, And some of it's really horn and music related, and some of it's not. And that's because we like to have fun, too. Yes. At the very least, you can look forward to our Christmas specials. (laughs) (laughs) pretty good if you haven't you know heard our latest christmas album because we released an album um it's number one of the billboard charts but don't check that fact yep (laughs) so get in contact with us subscribe to us on itunes leave us a uh, rating a review so that we know you're listening uh follow us on facebook and we have uh our website we're the Cormoto horn duo so go find our website at cormotohorn.com we also have let's see we have an email yeah, we we do. do. It's cormotohorn at gmail.com. So if you're a um, in school still and you have questions or anything, please reach out. We'd love to talk to you. If you're our colleagues listening to this, we would love to come and, and work with your students or talk to you or anything. We're always looking for fun places to play and do cool stuff. And we, also, creative thing. we also just love to know that you're listening as well and that you you know enjoy what we do because we have fun and um if you get something out of it too then that's awesome cool 
So thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back soon with more content and we hope you have a great start and have a wonderful academic year. Oh, <laughs> oh,